This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Center. This is Audrey Raj. Now, if you feel like everything around you is getting a little bit more expensive, well, you're not alone. We're all feeling the pinch of the recent rise in inflationary pressures and its effect on the way we live. And if the workforce is feeling the pinch, you can bet employers too may be feeling the pinch. And they may also be left wondering what they can do to help their workforce. I mean, a happy workforce is a productive workforce, right? Well, joining us on the show today, I have Kevin Fitzgerald. He's the Managing Director for Asia at Employment Hero, and we're going to be discussing how payroll providers can support employees during inflation and how they can help SMEs support their workforce without resorting to a raise or one-off bonuses. Yes. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Kevin Fitzgerald. I'm the Managing Director of Employment Hero in Southeast Asia. I live in Singapore. I cover the region, which is mainly Singapore and Malaysia for us. And ultimately, my job is to grow the business by growing our people and supporting them and growing what our offering is um, and really transforming SMEs from a HR and payroll perspective. Kevin, welcome to Resource Center. Uh, Just to get started, Kevin, I understand that um, inflation and these uh, burgeoning interest rates are really taking its toll on the workforce. Maybe you can give us a bit of background into how it's impacting uh, productivity, how it's impacting businesses as well, you know, because if your workers are affected, obviously businesses are affected. Can we talk a bit about that before we move further into the solution? Yeah, of course. And and, and inflation is something that I've... Actually, I think everybody feels right. Like it's it's it has an impact on everybody, and and some people say it on the news, and it's either good or bad news generally. Um, but it it does affect everybody, and it's even even last night I was watching the news from Australia, you know, increases in rates and talking about inflation as well, and um, in Southeast Asia, Malaysia, you know, like and it's it's really jumping, right? Like so, it does provide an opportunity for people to think about, okay, well, what does this mean for me? How's it going to affect me? And businesses do have a responsibility to think about, obviously, the health of their business because that can affect the employees. But I think they also need to think about, well, how does it how does it affect in our employees' lives? Because earning power, buying power changes as a result of inflation. And really, we want people to be happy, you know, in their roles and, and SMEs, really rely on people to run their business right like they're generally family driven businesses so they all feel the impact you know like if there's multi-family members in one business and inflation is growing um everybody's talking about it it's a topic so i think it's really vital that people understand how it impacts them but also what can they do about it you know what are the options when inflation really starts to jump um my own my own example is I'm an accountant originally, right? So I still I still track quite a lot, like my own personal budget and our house budget. Um, sit down with my wife, who's also an accountant, um, <laughs> and we we do look at what we spend, you know. Like, and we've we've got to be careful. Um, you know, we want to save, we want to have the right resources for the future, but we have noticed like a big big change, right? Um, how businesses can help, I think it comes down to educating people. 
you know, and, and actually having to sit down with the teams and say, hey, guys, like this is happening in the economy and the economy affects how we trade and how we do business. And it could mean that, you know, our revenue drops and our costs increase. Our revenue drops because potentially customers don't have the budget to continue to spend and our costs increase because the cost of pretty much everything is is going up. Yeah. Um, and having that bravery to be that transparent with staff is a, is a big thing, right? Like it's a, it's a big, it's a big, um, there's a big level of trust placed there because you don't want to worry staff as well. Um, but I think it's a good teaching opportunity to say, Hey, this is how business works. You yeah. know, like we have to be mindful of this stuff. Yeah. Because I'm also thinking, you know, from an employee's point of view, you might be suffering from, you know, the the higher ticket prices on your groceries or everything else that you would like to do, whatever your lifestyle costs, right? But maybe they it would not be something that they would have considered how it how it impacts a business's ability to support itself, right, or to financially support their workforce. Yeah, like the the, the trading mechani- mechanics of a business. You know, like, and it's, it, it, it can have an impact. And I mentioned about education. Like, I think if I was younger and and maybe if I wasn't an accountant, right, like I didn't have that understanding of, of how it works, I'd really appreciate, like, if the bosses or my manager sat down and just did a, a session on, you know, what's happening in the market, why is inflation changing, how does that affect the business, but how, how does, what can I do as an mm. individual to protect myself? Um and it does it does take reining in spend. You know, like you've gotta you've gotta be careful, right? Like we can't continue to go out and keep spending, keep spending. Um and and I think that's where financial discipline for the individuals comes into play. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. because you just don't want to end up in a situation where you're starting to feel like you're struggling. Because that can can lead to stressful, you know, mindset, you're worried about the future. And then you're not thinking clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we've seen some organisations go out to say, you know, we understand um, due to inflationary pressures, everybody's feeling the pinch. Here's a one-off bonus to help you mitigate the next few months, or you know, maybe they give you a bit of a raise, a slight increment, or something like that. But we know that these aren't sustainable measures. Uh, to support your workforce in the long term, right? Because these inflationary pressures are not just here for the next six months. It could be, I don't know, three years, four years. We don't know how long this could go on for, right? It's it's there's, there's, there's two sides to it. Okay, um, I think from the employer perspective, I think it's it, I think it's a nice thing to do, but it might also set a precedent that as inflation continues, like we will continue to do this. But in reality. I think that's bad practice for a business because I don't think they could afford to do it mm-hmm. and keep their business in a sustainable manner. You know, like to continue to, you know, give short-term bonuses, increase salaries, um, depending on the business, like that could that could actually get them into trouble. Um, mm-hmm. For the employee, I, I don't think I've met anyone who wouldn't be happy with a, a bonus. Um, yeah. Like, and that's the reality, right? Like money talks, like that's, you know, people would really appreciate it. Um, but it is a, it is a short term sticker, you know, like it fixes the short term problem. And whilst employees would welcome it and I'm, you know, I'm sure every, everybody would welcome a short term bonus. Um, the key thing I think where SMEs can help their employees is understanding how to use that 
or how to budget properly, how to think about the future and how to actually have that financial discipline in their lives. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you said money talks and uh, we've also seen a recent trend. And this is not a recent trend, but wherever there's more money being offered, um, people just tend to move, you know, so they jump jobs. Uh, I think there was a piece of research that said 53% of Malaysians said that they would move for a salary increase. That's just here in Malaysia. So how can businesses continue to cater to this demand? Is there even chance for retention with an issue like this? It, it becomes super competitive, you know, like, and I, I, when I, when I see that statistic, right, like, of course, I think it would be quite high to say people would move for higher salary. But I do question then, well, how many jobs are actually available out there that are offering, mm. you know, a higher salary right now? Um, and I think objectively, like people have to be careful as well, like around jumping into a new job with a higher salary in a, in a kind of tough environment. And this is where I kind of would advise people and say, hey, just remember, if you go to this new company, right, you're going to be the last person in on a higher salary and higher expectations in a tougher economy. Are you setting yourself up for success? Is this a good decision? Or are you putting yourself and potentially your family at risk by taking this short-term sugar hit, you know, like to jump in and get a higher salary, but three months later, six months later, reality hits, and maybe you're not performing to expectations, or maybe the business you've joined has actually budgeted incorrectly, and they need to let you go. So that's the, that's the worst outcome, right? Um, I think retention happens for a number of reasons. I, d- I do think there's a higher weighting, you know, on salary. But as employees start to realize that if they work for a really good company, a great SME where culture is strong, that's, that's a great thing to have. But what does it actually mean? Like what do they get from the culture? I think having the uh, development for retention is really critical right like and saying hey we can't give you like a big pay rise this year economy's a bit tougher but we are going to increase investment in training and education and that doesn't have to be a big splash spend that can actually be the leaders people leaders managers investing more time in their people mm-hmm. right like and actually focusing on their people um i think in terms of uh non-financial benefits that will be where SMEs will win on retention. It's down to the purpose. What, like, what's the point of working here? Do you really care about the business? And if you do, well, we're going to look after you and treat you really well and develop you. And when things get better, then we will be able to actually have more of a, I guess, a financial incentive. Right. All right. We're going to take a quick break for some messages. But when we come back, we discuss how payroll providers can help businesses navigate business challenges and enable better cash management that support a business's profitability as well as employee retention. Uh, Stay tuned. Resource Centre with Kevin Fitzgerald from Employment Hero will be right back. BFM 89.9. Bluff Free Medium, BFM 89.9. 
You are listening to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Online with me today, I have Kevin Fitzgerald, uh, the Managing Director uh, for Asia at Employment Hero. Now, with 45% of Malaysian employees feeling that their salaries are not keeping up with inflation, how can businesses, especially SMEs, navigate this issue? Well, Kevin's going to give us a couple of solutions that are often overlooked. But before that, Kevin, can we talk more about Employment Hero and the work that you guys do? I mean, you're supposed to be kind of moving out of the box when it comes to what payroll service providers do for businesses. So can we talk a bit about that before we move on? Yeah, happy to and, and thank you. Um, so we we really see like our mission is, is to make employment easy. And and that, that, that means employment for the SME, you know, when they're hiring, finding talent, developing talent. And when talent leaves their business, that's a, a reality. But also for the employee, like what is the experience that they have when they join your company? Because we do know, like first impressions count massively. So we have been in business since 2014, originally born out of Australia. But now we, we process payroll for over um, 200 billion ringgit annually. And there's over 200,000 SMEs use our platform. And we pay over a million employees every month. So that gives us a, a, like a really deep understanding of the behaviors and the success of what it takes you know, to build a platform to make employment easy. And payroll effectively is a, a moment in time, you know, mm. potentially once every fortnight or once every month. But what is everything that happens before that? Right. Like it's it's really that work easy, the HR experience, the people and culture leadership, um, as I said, the onboarding, the uh, candidate tracking. Right. Like and, and bringing someone into the business. So on their first day, they actually feel really part of the company, mm-hmm. not kind of looking around or turning up online or turning up at the office saying, who do I meet and what do I do? And, you know, what's my job actually? Like, you know, I, I heard what I need to do on the interview, but how do I get started? And we've, we've continued to build out the platform thinking about the employee experience. So payroll happens after you've done all your work, basically. But what about before that? What about your goal setting? What about managing your time in the business? What about communication with your teams? So that's been a really big focus for us. And we're going to continue to stretch that all the way through to the employee experience and with our mobile app, we're really thinking about like, what do employees want? Like Mm. they can use the app to apply for leave, you know, do time and attendance, look at some of their reports, look at their goals. So the the, the app is building out, but we really see that app becoming a a super app and a wallet in some ways in the future. You know, we're actually going to turn it into uh, have the facility where you can have like a virtual card in the wallet. So you could get some of your salary actually paid into the app. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it into into a bank account. So we're thinking about from the first time an employee ever gets in touch with an SME to the time that they leave, right? And everything that happens in between. So that's it. That's a huge focus for us. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're kind of journeying with the employee throughout their their stay at an organization or SME, plus if you're paying the salaries of of like a million uh, employees uh, across the region, then you know you have plenty of data there that's so valuable. So you must have some solutions to kind of navigate 
this current turbulent economic climate, all this inflationary pressure uh, pressures and all of that, right? So what can you suggest that SMEs do, that organizations do um, to help the employees during this time? I think... Um I actually think with the collection of data, we also have a responsibility to share what's legally and, and morally um, available. Mm-hmm. You know, like it is it is people's data. Um, so we, we certainly look at aggregating the data and trying to figure out what the trends are. You know, like we really want to be a leader in that space and play it back to our customers and people who are not our customers and say, hey, this is what is actually happening. So we have, we have published, obviously, um, insights reporting, um, which is collected from our own data, but also from the customers that we work with. But one of the one of the interesting, I guess, outcomes of how we structure our business is working with payroll providers and service providers because they themselves then are an independent source of data mm-hmm. who represent multiple SMEs, sometimes hundreds, hundreds, sometimes thousands. So we do encourage SMEs and their payroll service providers to not just have a transactional relationship where, you know, you do my payroll, I pay you, please don't make any mistakes. Thank you. <laughs> um, like sit down with them and say, Hey, what are you guys seeing with your other clients? You know, are salaries increasing? Are people paying short-term bonuses? Are you seeing uh, staff numbers drop? Because the payroll service provider, that's their speciality. Like they understand the market intricacies really well. And it's like if you needed legal advice or accounting advice, you'd go to a solicitor, a lawyer, mm-hmm. or you'd go to an accounting firm. Well, now you need to understand a bit more around the biggest cost to your business, which is people. Yeah, mm-hmm. Usually it's the first or second largest cost. So why not go and speak to a service provider and you know help them understand your business and where you're trying to get to and see if they can actually come back to you with some good data on what they're seeing with you know, there are other clients in the same industry or same region or same state. Um, so we're really seeing that as a, a shift in the mindset of understanding and say, okay, when we get into difficult economic times, the best thing that you can have is multiple data sources to help you make good decisions. So how can payroll providers then help businesses? What kind of support can they uh, give businesses um, and suggestions that they can they can provide businesses. And do you have any examples that you've seen in the, yeah, in the process? Yeah, payroll service providers. You know, if, if this, it's it's quite a popular solution in, in Malaysia. Um, you know, I've spoken to some payroll service providers that serve over a thousand SMEs. You know, and they use multiple platforms. It's not just using employment hero. Um, so they would have a lot of insights into what is actually happening in terms of the cost of payroll you know, employee headcount, um, attrition, you know, and retention of, of staff as well, because they would have all the details of, well, how long have these staff members actually stayed in the business? A lot of that then comes down to um, really helping the SME, their client, understand cash management. Because at the end of the day, it is cash that's the the lifeline, the bloodline of, of an SME. You know, like they, they tend to, you know, think about like growth and everything like that but if you if you don't actually have cash and you're not generating cash like there's not a lot that you can do in the future so i really believe that a payroll service provider could give an sme context on the average cost of say a sales rep or a developer or a manufacturing worker 
And then the business, the SME could look at their staff costs and say, well, actually, we're, we're a bit over here. We're under here. You know, and maybe that's why people are leaving. Maybe we are actually underpaying people. So those insights can really, really help an SME get a, a I guess, a reality check on the biggest cost in their business. Mm. Can payroll providers also build a system that would help the employees or help the businesses uh, and the employees manage their 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 payments, their finances better? Definitely on the the payroll side, um, like even through our own system, you know, you, you got direct connections to the banks. So the payroll service provider sometimes will actually make those payments on behalf of the client. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times they will send the details back to the SME to then make the, like make the payment and timing of payments is really crucial, right? Mm-hmm. As an employee, just like myself, yourself, we, we want to get paid on time. Um, but imagine there was a situation where, at a, you know, a large SME with maybe 1500 staff in, in Malaysia and, what if they were paying all their staff a day early or two days early? And it sounds like maybe that won't happen, but it, it does actually happen. Mm-hmm. But that could be that could be a few hundred thousand ringgit or maybe more. But keeping that in the SME's bank account until they actually need to pay it out, like it does make a difference, difference right? Like yeah. they earn interest on that money. Um, and like that really smart and clever cash management has compounding effects all the way through the years. You know, like if you're really careful of when you're making a payment, that's mm. where the payroll service providers can, can give advice. And how does it play into employee retention? Because we were talking about this uh, a bit earlier, right? But is there a way that, um, you know, it can also help with employee retention? Yeah, like employees have, ha- they do have to have a good experience nowadays. Like we operate in a different world and I might be I might be showing my age now, but last week when I was uh, at home in Ireland, I was talking with my siblings around the differences between the, I'm the eldest. You know, I grew up and iPhones and smartphones were released, you know, when I was like 24, 25. My brother had one when he was like 20. And my sister had one when she was 16. Mm. Right. So if you kind of think about like the expectations then, so like, obviously work in technology. So I'm quite lucky, right? I'm surrounded by all these great tools. But my sister, for example, and people of her generation totally expect great technology experiences from their employers. So that's where we're, we're really focused, right? Like building those great experiences. And if it does matter, like they really, really talk about it with their friends. If they join an SME or a business and they don't have, good technology solutions they they complain right like they're like why is this why does this not work why is this so administrative um and all of that really adds to the employee experience you know if you come into if you come into work every day and the systems are really old stuff doesn't work like gradually that starts to you know chip away at like your belief in the company you know, and, and it mm. does add to, to retention. I've seen people join companies believing their job to be one thing and it sounds really nice and shiny on paper and then they get in there and they're like, wow, this feels like I've gone back 20 or 30 years. So then why would they stay long term? Mm. Mm. Like if they don't have the right resources to do the job that they want to do, like why, why would they stay? And that does impact retention. Right. 
All right, Kevin, before I let you go, um, is there anything that we've missed out on this conversation on why, you know, outsourcing payroll can be a hidden gold mine that can help you in your organization or help your SME? Uh, is there something that we've not discussed that you feel like we should surface in this conversation? Definitely. And it's, it's really the compliance headache and compliance burden that oh. SMEs have. You know, as, a, as a, an ex-accountant, I used to get a lot of satisfaction by helping SMEs understand that they don't have to worry about all this like reporting and regulation, like we take care of it. So a, a payroll service provider can also solve that headache for SMEs from a payroll perspective and HR perspective. You know, like if you, you don't get into a legal battle with an employee because you've done something wrong or they've done something wrong, but it wasn't in the contract. And I truly believe that SMEs do not start a business or run a business to manage all this stuff. They do it because they have a passion and they know they can make money out of the passion or the, the opposite way around. They make mm -hmm. money and then it becomes a passion. Um, but they don't wake up in the morning thinking, I really want to make sure that I you know, know everything about the compliance rules from HR and payroll in Malaysia. That's not like that's not where their brain goes every day. Um, so their options are to obviously hire someone to do that, you know, a HR, people and culture leader, payroll consultant, or outsource to a payroll and HR service provider. And there is some really big savings that can be made if they outsource. They're going to a specialist. They're going to a trusted specialist who can also help them with, as we discussed earlier, with data and understanding the market and what's happening. And they don't run the risk of hiring, say, one or two payroll consultants internally who could leave. Mm. Right? Like if that person leaves and you've got to do payroll in two weeks' time, the stress levels are going to shoot through the roof, right? Yeah. Um, but if you have a consistent service provider who's helping you deal with all this compliance that's a big win for the business and it might seem that it's you know you're paying somebody else externally and they you know they're an external third party but my advice to SMEs is don't mess around with compliance pay to stay within the rules and do the right thing all right Kevin, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. For more information on Employment Heroes, there a website uh, that our listeners can go to. Where can they find you? Yes, employmenthero.com. It's very easy. All right. And if you missed out on any part of the show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. I've been speaking with Kevin Fitzgerald. Managing Director uh, Asia at Employment Hero. My name is Audrey Raj and this has been Resource Centre on Enterprise BFM 89.9. listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app. 